welcome back to the Highlander Speed Sports Podcast. I'm Andrew, and I'm here with my co-host Garrett, and today we are talking Euros 2020, probably for a good 20-25 minutes, it's been a lot of good games so far. A little bit of NBA talk, we have a movie rankings this week, which is probably going to get a little hectic, because I hate movies, and a random question, as always. I honestly wasn't ready to start. Um, all of a sudden, you're just yelling, highly undisputed sports co- podcast, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Didn't have the headphones on, was leaning back in the chair, but I'm ready to go now, so let's jump right in. Garrett's rocking his brand new Jokic jersey. Yeah, birthday yesterday, the fiance came through, got me a Joker jersey, how love you, it. How do you feel that in the past three weeks you've gotten a, sh- a signed Shaq pop figure in a Nikola Jokic jersey? I'm loving it, high on life right now. Like positive vibes only kind of guy. <laughs> I actually hate people like that. So, yeah, n- not one of those kind of people. Um, All right. Uh, Euros 2020. Oof. It's been a, a rough couple of days for French fans as myself. I that, know what did, people are going to say, but like, I'm literally French. My last name is Theory. Like, spelled the exact same way as Thierry Henry. So, but... Very good games. Let's not talk about that one first. I think the more interesting game that, that I saw was England-Germany. I didn't think that that was like an interesting game. I mean, I was sucked into it because I actually like to watch England struggle because, I mean, we're going to talk about it, obviously. I hate but, England. Which really shocks me, but I thought you actually liked England, but like I, I don't, they okay. are... They're so depressing to watch because there's no reason that they that's the they problem. don't contend. That's the problem. Like I like English players. I like a lot of the English players. I think they have a very good team. But the fact that they've had a good team for the last twenty years and like what have they done? Let me know. Nothing. Like like have they made a final they haven't made a final four in the last twenty years, right? Couldn't tell you. I don't think since I think since ninety six they haven't been in the final four of anything. Yeah. I might be wrong about that, but I think it's like 96 was the last time they were in the final four of anything. So let me, let me ask you this because I'm more of an international fan. I don't like, I watch a little bit of premier league and I, you know, I'll watch the champions league when it gets to the end, but I don't follow it. Like you do. Give me the five best players on England and tell me why they're always such a disappointment because every time they're in a tournament, they're, they're disappointing. And like, I watched the game yesterday. It was yesterday, right? Or was it the day before that was yesterday. Yeah. No, it was the day before. Was the day before? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Sorry, 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 sorry. So, like, I watched them, and they do nothing with any urgency whatsoever. Every pass yeah. they make, like, they'll play a ball forward, and then, no, no, we better play this back to our goalkeeper. I, I just, there's no urgency with them. They should be better than they are. So, give me your five best players on England, and then tell me where you think those five players stack up against, like, other, other teams' five best players. So... To, to talk about what you said first, the urgency thing, I see that they only really show excitement on specialties, so free kicks and corner kicks. And then when the opposition makes a bad move, other than that, it's like they don't even try to do the ticky-tack like other teams, like Spain does. Spain tries to do the ticky-tack. They do it bad for the most part, but they try it. And like that's that's how I think professional soccer like soccer players should play because like you're the most skilled athletes in the world at your sport, and why can't you do that? Top five on England. I hate him so much, but he's definitely there. Raheem Sterling, I don't think he's top five, but I can't argue the fact that like he scores, he gets assists. Like I just I, I don't think he's that good. Didn't I, it take him like two and a half years to score his first goal with Man City? 
when he uh, signed with them? I think it was like two years before he actually scored a goal for them. I can't speak on that because I don't know. Uh, Harry Kane is, and this is in no order because I, I just I can't give you the order. Kyle Walker, just because he's really fast, he's probably the fastest defensive back in the world, maybe. But then it comes down to like who you who you think is the best because you have those those three players, and then after that it kind of drops off a little bit. Like I might show a little recency bias here, but he's young, he's very good. Jaden Sancho should like he should be starting. He sits on the bench for England. I get it. He's young. He is twenty one years old. He's my age. And he's playing at the professional level. Just signed a contract. Not hasn't signed the contract, but agreed to terms with Manchester United today. Like I think he's top five. Mason Mount is very good. He's also tw- he's twenty two years old. I really like him. I like I've watched a lot of Chelsea over the last year and a half just because of Pulisic and Mason Mount is really good. Yeah. Like I really like watching him. Jack Grealish is very good. He's twenty five. Like I mean Harry Maguire is a very good center back. I mean he's twenty nine though. So. Like, top five, I can't give you. I can give you their top three like I just did. Kyle okay, so, so their top three players. Like, where do the... Uh, okay, I'm not going to mention France. France is a France has the best, super team. best international squad, and the fact they lost to Switzerland is kind right. of embarrassing. But, like, like, Portugal. Okay, Portugal has Ronaldo. Yes. But then the next two, like, does the top three on Portugal... How, how close is England's top three to Portugal's top three? I mean, because, Ronaldo is better than all of them. Right, guys. Ronaldo is is Ronaldo, and that is what it is. But like, I don't feel like the rest of Portugal is that impressive. But Portugal has always played well for the most part in tournaments. Like, yeah, they lost to Belgium, but I think everybody agrees Belgium. Well, is they a won top. the Euros two years. They yeah, right. The they they just won there. the Euros. Like, I mean, the squad as a whole, England is definitely better. But you have my greatest player to ever play the game in Cristiano Ronaldo. You have Bruno Fernandez, who just signed with Manchester United last year. Showed himself, doesn't really hasn't played great on the international level. He's played four games and has zero goals at the international level. Um, Jao Felix, Wonder Boy, twenty one years old. He's good, but again, he has no goals in in one game. So, give me the Portugal three just because of how young they are. But when you go to roster, give me the English roster because it's so much, like, there's so much depth there. Because, I mean, at the international level, and you still have Pepe playing at the age of 38. That's crazy. Like, he's been, I, I mean, he's been playing as long as I can remember. It's ridiculous. Like, they have notable names. They have Renato Sanchez. They have Ruben Neves, Nelson Semedo. But, like, it just doesn't compare to the English squad. And then, like, let's... Let's talk about France. They have the best roster in the world. It's ridiculous. And, like, the top three for France is Mbappe, Pogba, and, like, I can't even say who the next three are, but, like, who the next one is, but those two are top tier, and then their next tier you still have... Benzema, Griezmann. Benzema, Griezmann, everybody. Like, Varane, I think, is incredible. Hugo Lloris is in the next tier. Yeah, yeah. Benjamin Pavard, I really like him. Yeah, they don't Their have... Their goalkeeper, uh, Loris, that's how Lloris. you say it, right? Loris? Yeah. He, I, he's fantastic. They don't have they don't have a really weak spot on the French squad. Well, they they did on Monday. They lost to Switzerland. I, and good on Switzerland. That was a very good game. France got up 3-1, and I immediately, like, back to... like. Oh, you... Okay, so... I might have jinxed it for France. You definitely did, because... I messaged you at halftime because I missed the first half of the game. 
and I think I texted you, how the hell is France down 1-0, right? Like, I mean, Switzerland is okay. You know, like, they have an okay squad. I think they play really well internationally. But they don't have a single player on their roster that's, like, a top, what, 100 player in the world? Uh, I disagree. Jan Sommer's very good. Yeah, their goalie. and their, um, their captain there, I can't pronounce it, starts with an X, I think. He's, he's pretty good. First name or last name? Last Talking. name. Oh, wait, last name? I think it was his last name. Starts with, like, an X or something. He's oh, their captain. Oh, Jaka? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jaka. Like, he's good. I, I like him. But, I mean, come on. That shouldn't have even been a game. And you then... Know, I, I figured out the next one on the top three of friends. N'Golo Conte. Oh, yeah, Conte. Yeah. But, but, like... I mean, France goes up 3-1 after Benzema has the craziest 90 seconds I think I've ever yep. seen in international soccer. And then... To, to and then blow they go it three one with the Paul Pogba yeah goal. with the Pogba goal and tell me I mean Paul Pogba your your favorite player how it, disappointing it, is it to watch him play hard for France seriously it, it's it's not just because I know he can play like that like that's why we got him and he just doesn't perform to perform for Manchester United luckily he's gone next year we can take whatever money we get from him in a trade and then push it to, towards other players to build our squad which isn't going to matter if Messi goes to Man City. Speaking of, Messi's contract is up at midnight tonight. The biggest contract in sports, sports history. $647 million. In four years. Yeah, but tell me, soccer players are, you know, that nobody cares about yeah. football. Are you serious? Yeah. I think um, everybody should be starting to play football more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> $647 million? You can get me out of bed for I that. Mean, unless you're an American, because like, you're not getting paid unless you're very, very good. But... Back to the France-Switzerland game. They go up 3-1, and within the last 10 minutes of the game, Switzerland scores two more goals. Well, that, that last goal, the biggest thing you never want to do is turn the ball over at midfield. Yes. Like, you just... Every, how many times have you seen a game where, okay, it's close, it's 3-2, it's 2-1, and then you have a midfield turnover with 90 seconds left in the game, and it, deci- and it ends up tying the score? Like, we've seen it... As United States fans, we've seen it. We've seen Michael Bradley against Portugal turn the ball. I'm still not over that. <laughs> turn it over at midfield and then watch Ronaldo dribble through the entire defense and score a goal to tie it. Like We've seen this too many times. You cannot turn the ball over that in that part of the field. You just can't. And then extra time, Pogba in the last three minutes goes absolutely berserk and almost scores four times. Yes. And, and, then, they, and then France again turns it over. And almost gets scored on to end it at the end of extra time. Like, they almost gave the game away four times. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to ask you was, why did they switch up what their normal, what their normal um, formation is? Because I believe they usually play like a three, like, I think it's like a three, three, one something, or a three, two, one, three. I want to say they normally play. And they changed it. They went to a three-five-three. If I have my numbers yeah, they, right, they went three, five, three. yeah, they went three-five-three or three-five-two, three, three, and they changed it. And they went with something different. Why would they do that against Switzerland? Why wouldn't you just play your regular game and well, destroy them like you should? The pro- no, the three-five-two puts out their best squad. You have right. That's that's what they normally play, and they changed it. No, they played a three-five-two against Switzerland. No, no, they didn't. Yes, they did. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, they now. did. Okay. Yes. All right. They have Varane. Langlet and Kempembe as your back three. And you have Pavard, Pogba, Conte, Griezmann, Rabiot in your midfield. And then Benzema and Mbappe up front. But 
Like, that puts out their best squad. And the fact that, like, Benzema scores two goals and then gets subbed out and Olivier Giroud is the sub. How are you yeah. losing to uh, Switzerland? It doesn't make any sense. And props to Switzerland. Like, you, you oh, can't that was that was 120 minutes of just guts. Yeah. Like, they played with guts. I knew if it went to, to PKs, it was over. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, mean, told, I texted you. I said, France has everything to lose. What, Switzerland oh, should not be nervous yeah. at all because you just took the best team to PKs, and if you win, you beat the best team in 120 minutes of grueling soccer. Football. Sorry, Foot- I'm American. I think we have to call it football when we're doing this. Um, I'm American. I, 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 I got to say, like, John Chamberlain calling the game, he absolutely summed up penalty kicks like in the most beautiful way possible. So if you don't know me, I was we, we both played soccer in high school. Correct. I was a goalkeeper, so penalty kicks is like the I hate watching them because like psychologically I'm like these are so stressful. As as a goalkeeper, it's like what the hell am I supposed to do here? And John Chamberlain right before they start goes, he's like it's 12 yards and if you're trying to make the shot, it seems like it's farther and if you're trying to save it, it feels like it's closer. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like it feels like you're you're right on top of the guy. And I, I Listen, for Switzerland to go out there and make five bangers right in a row. I mean, they were no doubters. There was one. There was that the Lurice one that might have. Yeah, but and and that's a very tough, tough because right because he's lunging towards it, but it's the upper yes. hand. If yeah. it's the because when your hand is up, you don't have the strength behind it to block the shot. And he got his hand on it, but I'm like, you're never gonna save that. It's, yeah. You're too close, or it's too close to going in. When Mbappe got up. I knew he yeah, was you knew missing. he was gonna miss it. Like, I saw a video of a, a French, a Frenchman watching the game, and Mbappe steps up. Did you see the crying girl? Crying? Oh, she was crying. crying. No, yeah. for, oh, no, oh, no, for that France. Was, that was Germany. That was the, Germany. The little girl crying. No, no, no. There was a France girl, and right as Mbappe's coming up, she's like in tears. I think she like knew what was oh, coming. Maybe. Yeah, I, I saw the German girl crying after Germany lost to England. Well, yeah, I but saw that too. There was a video of a French fan. Uh, Watching Mbappe, he's running up to take his kick. The guy turns around and does Mbappe's celebration with the arms out, and then he crosses his arms, and he didn't realize he missed it. So he's sitting there celebrating like he made it. And I, I, I'm watching the video. I'm like, that's tough. Like that is, and that's not the first time Mbappe's done that. And he's missed how, two how about, winning PKs. Yeah. And how about Taylor Twelman with every single guy that came up? He's calling out the yeah. last time the dude missed a penalty kick. He's I'm like, like, he's like, oh, he always he's missed a couple shots going to the keeper's going left. towards the keeper's left. He misses usually. Like, <laughs> oh my god, like Twelman up here with the commentators curse. Well, I mean, I mean that's that's common knowledge. Like keepers have the list of where the players. Yeah, go. it's right on the water bottle. Yeah, yeah. Which again, it's so irrelevant. Like, okay, you want to know which way the guy normally goes, but you're really looking at him. Okay, when he lines up. You're making the call before you even start. Once he starts moving, you already know which way you're going. You're completely yeah. guessing. If you've never watched soccer before, like when you're a goalkeeper. At the, the professional level. Yeah, at the, I, at the level. high school level, it's different. It's a little different. People don't. Like, right, but like yes. you, as soon as he starts moving, you are, you're guessing which way you're going. You're not waiting for him to take the shot and then going. Like he's taking the shot. You're already diving in one direction. Yeah. So like you knew if he figured Mbappe was going that way, like. First of all, what a bad shot by Mbappe. It was bad. He didn't put it anywhere near a corner at all. And I felt like he kind of gave he kind of showed what he was going to do because the way he was leaning into it, I'm like, "Oh, shit, he's going, you know, keeper's left. Left side." And I'm like, "Oh, that's that was pretty easy save to be honest." And 
Like, I want to say it's the World Cup curse because, like, if you look back in the past 10 years, or not 10 years, the past four World Cups, so 16 years, like, the World Cup winner gets knocked in the group stage of the next oh, World not, Cup. Oh, the next World Cup. Yes. Yeah. So, like, is this the downfall of France? You win a World Cup, you go to the Euros, you get beat by Switzerland, World Cup next year. What happens? Do you, do they get... I mean, usually their groups are somewhat easy, but if they have a group of England... Spain, England, Belgium, England, Netherlands even. like Those aren't easy games to win, especially coming off a, a grueling defeat by Switzerland. But, I mean, that's all we really have to talk about for that game. Is there is there a coach? Is he getting no. relieved of due? Are you, because I, the coach that I think is done is the next game we're going to talk about, England-Germany. The German coach, I'm pretty sure it was known before the game. Well, didn't we already talk England-Germany? I mean, we talked about the We players. talked England. I mean, I, I, I don't really want to talk about that game because... Okay. That game was so boring to me. All right. There there was no urgency on either side, and I feel like the German squad is just old and done. Did you watch the full game, though? Yeah, I did. Did you see Muller's miss? I did. That was so that bad. That was bad. That was really bad. You have you are the, the player with the most... Your nerves are just gone. You, 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 you are yeah. the most composed player on the German squad. That dude's played in how many finals? A lot. I mean, just between Bundesliga and international. I mean, Jesus, there was a three-year stretch there where it was... He's winning the World Cup and then he wins like two Champions League finals in a year and a half span. Like that dude is stone cold. Yeah. And you have a a breakaway. You and the keeper just have to hit it at the net away from the keeper and you go wide. And then you get scored on down the stretch. And it comes down to that. There were two blown chances by Germany. That's why they lost. Croatia Spain. You're what Spain. a game. You're a Spain fan. I, I am. didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't watch the game at all. Half. You okay. texted me in the after the first half, and I was like, "All right, screw it. I'll watch a little bit of it." I, I listened to it. I didn't really what watch a, it. What a game! Spain, as always. I mean, it's it's Spain. Like they're not great, but they pull out wins like this. Well, because they have the ability to just control the ball. Yeah, I mean, they, they love the ball. They they do not like to not have the ball. Yeah. The the thing with their team is, they don't have a true star. Not I mean, anymore. I mean, I think Morata's a really good player, and I think Koke's really good. Like, they have a lot of good international players, but, like, they're missing the David Silva. They're missing the Fernando Torres. They're missing, you know, the Iniesta, yeah. the, Z- the Xavi. Like, they're missing that guy. But I like the Ra- I like it as a collective group. I think they would have gotten destroyed by France. I think Fran- because the way you beat Spain, and we saw it with, like, Brazil and the Netherlands – um, when Spain fell apart a couple a few years ago, like you just blitz them, you blitz their front three or their their not their front three but their middle four or five, however however they're playing, and just disrupt it in the middle of the field because they want to control it in the front third to the middle. So if you take that away from them, you know you're gonna you're gonna crush them. Yeah. And Croatia did it for a bit there. The goals that they scored were all because they created havoc in the middle of the field. And it, it was really impressive to watch because, I mean, you even said it. Croatia is so undermanned. Like, yeah. They have guys that don't even they, play defense playing defense. Yeah, like you're, they're talking about the game, and it's like their, their roster is so not good that towards the end of the game, they're subbing in strikers yeah. or like center forwards to play defense for them because they just don't have, they don't have the, the squad that other teams have. Croatia, it, it's tough because they, they, if they play well, they can win any game. But can you name me three players that play for Croatia? 
well, off the top of your head? Yeah, I, I mean, I can ma- I can name Pedri, I can name uh, Modric, and oh, uh, yeah, M- Mislav, Mislav, <laughs> right? I think that's one of them, Mislav or Mizalov. I think. I, so yeah, I, the I mean, obvious one is Modric. Yeah, Kovacic, and then he didn't even play. But like, if you know, like for Schalke, yeah, like, there you go. But. None of these other guys I really know. I can name, like, off name. Like, I, I know Pedri. Yeah. I, I do know him. But well, how do you expect these guys to win? They just have to play out of their minds, and they just didn't against well, Spain. No, they, got they lucky did. They did in the first too. 90. But yeah, but they got lucky, yeah, they got the got 20th with, lucky with an own, with an own goal. goal. Like, and, I mean, Spain with that explosion and extra time. I mean, yeah. they, they got to extra time, and they're like, nah, this isn't going to be close. We're going to end this now. Morata gets a goal, and then I cannot pronounce this guy's name or... Or Yazball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. But, I mean, you know, let me ask you this. Who's your favorites left right now? Is Belgium your favorite? Because Just I don't play. No, he's not. He's not playing against Italy. So England? No. Sadly? I'm not giving it to England. So, the next round games, Switzerland, Spain. Switzerland could pull it off. No, I'm going to say they don't. If they play how they did against Spain. Yeah, but the thing is... Like again, France. Yeah, there's may, a, there's enough. France is a different style yes. Yes. of play, where Spain is just going to not let you have the ball. Well, you also go into playing France in a different headspace than you do playing Spain. But uh, you you have to to beat Spain, you have to be composed for ninety minutes, and just when you get possession of the ball, you have to make it count. Yeah. Um, Switzerland, Spain. I'm gonna go Spain, even though I hate to say that. You got Spain. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, I'm they're gonna. Your, t- I'm not guys. gonna bet against them in this in that situation. If they were playing France, I would say France would destroy yeah. them. Yeah, um, Belgium, Italy. I'm gonna take Italy. I like the way they play. I, I think there's an aggressiveness towards them, and they they have some younger players mixed with some older guys that mix well together. I think. I, I liked. I don't. I don't think there's really a superstar on the roster, but I like what they have. I'm gonna go Belgium even without De Bruyne. I think their their rosters they have the second yeah. in my opinion they have the second best maybe third best roster I think in all it's of second the international. Best, I think it's the second best roster um, in the world. Czech Republic Denmark I think Denmark has something to play for with Christian Eriksen going out with that seizure and Czech Republic pulled something out of their ass to beat Netherlands but they got lucky with the red card in that game so I'm gonna take Denmark I'm assuming you have the same I'm gonna take Denmark okay yeah Ukraine England okay did you watch the Ukraine Sweden game I yesterday no I saw it one of the extra time that though. was. An epic game to watch. It, it was, I mean, it was 1-1 for forever. Yeah. And it was just a physical shot on one side. Let's go down to the other end, have another. It, it was a very impressive match. Like, I really, I didn't want to watch the game because I'm like, Ukraine, Sweden, what do I care? But then yeah. I started watching it, and then Sweden gets a red card. I didn't think it was a red card. I thought it was a yellow. The player got the ball, and then, like, his foot was extended, and I mean, I understand why they gave him a red card, but I would have given a yellow there. Yeah. But then it was really unfortunate. But then they still almost got it to penalty kicks. I mean, they were two minutes from penalty kicks, and they turned the ball over at midfield trying to score. And in that situation, you're, if you're Sweden, you're just trying to get it to penalty kicks. Why are you forcing the issue where you could turn it over? Um, but what a game that was. I know people probably weren't watching because they just didn't care. But And realistically, probably nobody listening has watched the Euros. Maybe a few. Uh, but, we got some people watching. I'm um, sure we do. Who's your favorite to win out of the, the last eight? I would say if Belgium beats Italy, they're my favorites. I think if 
Belgium advances, I'll take them. If Italy wins, I'm going to take Spain as the favorites left. I think if Italy wins, look, if Belgium gets knocked, it's coming home. It's going home. England's taking it. I don't think it's, so. It, the trophy's going back to where soccer originated. I, I, don't I wouldn't like, even put money on that. I don't like England. I don't like Raheem Sterling. Let me know when they play with Raheem like, intensity. But they don't. They don't play hard. Yes, but I'm looking at these teams. I don't like think the Spain team is good. I don't see them. I think that England Spain can. Belgium. I think that Spain can dominate the ball for 90 minutes and just say you're not going to touch it, and we'll take our chances in a penalty situation or extra time. I think if Belgium falls apart and loses to Italy, I don't think Italy can beat England. I. England, you're saying that, but what has England done in the last 20 years right. to prove that England could fall apart? Like. They should be the favorites, but yes. we, we all know how this story goes. And, I, look, if I'm wrong rooting for England, I'm not going to be shocked, but I, I don't think you should think just, you're going to be wrong. I'm looking and, at Switzerland, Spain. I don't think either of those teams could beat England. The way that they just, they didn't play well, they played well enough to beat Germany, their rivals, the team that they haven't beaten in a while. Czech Republic, Denmark, Denmark has something to play for, but you're not beating England. They're missing you're not their best player. Any of these other yeah. teams. Like Denmark will get past this round probably. And if, if, like, Spain wins, they might put up a fight against Spain, but I doubt it. I'm really disappointed that Wales has been knocked out because with, with France going down, I felt like Wales would have had a chance because Maybe. I think Gareth Bale is still one of those kind of dudes. And they got 4-0'd by Denmark. Yeah. And then Belgium, Italy. Like, Belgium's my favorite, but if they lose to Italy without De Bruyne, like, I don't think... I Italy's think they're going gonna... to because they're just not the same team without that yeah. dude. So Belgium is my favorite right now. If, I, I if, would agree with you, assuming they beat... If they beat Italy, I'm going to take that. I think they're still going to beat Italy, but if it's not Belgium, I think it's England. I have one more soccer question for you involving Lionel Messi. As we said earlier, his contract's up. Where does he go? Where do you think he goes? I think he's going to go to Man City. God, I hate that so much. I think he is because I think they're just going to throw some number at him that is... And I, I think the Barcelona relationship is not really... It's been reworked enough to where he says he's content on Barcelona, but as a player that can go out and make almost as much money as he just made in Barcelona, I mean, he's not going to hit the like the $600 million range on another team. No, you're you're looking at like four fifty probably. Oh, <laughs> just $450 million. What's, what's the Juve chances? What are the chances he ends up with Juventus? Honestly, a lot. Like, what? who's to say that Juve are, doesn't say... Fuck it. Let's buy. Are him and Ronaldo Messi. close at all? Are I don't they friendly? Think so. Do they? Is there I mean, any thing to back I that? I think they've bantered, like when they were both in the in the Spanish league. But I don't think Ronaldo's messaging Messi on the daily saying, "Hey, why don't you come to Juve?" Like, there's no, there's no LeBron James, D Wade. Like, yo, we got to no, team up and no. like we're not taking our talents to you know where's Juventus and where Italy. do they play? And I know they're in Italy. I know they're in Syria, but. Like, where in Italy is Juventus? I don't know. <laughs> He's not like, yo, let's take our talents to the boot heel. Like, <laughs> none of that? Nothing? No, probably not. Okay. Um, I think that would be really something special. That that might get the Super League tires kicked again I, if that if something like that happened. I would love to see the MLS come. But it's not happening. There's it, not enough money in it. Yeah. He, we're, we're talking. We're, we're still talking five three, years four from years that. four years down the, down the line. I would say we're still five years out. He's going to be 38 playing in New York City or NYCFC. No, I'll be in LA. My vote is uh, he's going to stay with Barca. It's either Barca or Man City. Like, I like Chelsea to get him, but I don't think. 
No, because I think Chelsea kind of likes doing the homegrown thing. Yeah. And I think they have really something good going right now with their youth. I, I, I like where Chelsea is, so I don't think he's in the running for My that. vote is Barcelona pays him enough money to want to stay there. Um, <laughs> Ungodly I, I, Qatar Airways money. Yeah. Just all that. It's so stupid. Yeah, Rakuten. They're Rakuten yeah, now, right? It's dumb. Yeah. It's, it's just dumb. Like, I don't get... <sighs> I, just, I get so mad seeing at the numbers that they produce. It's ridiculous. Like, you have Messi, who has the highest sports contract in history, and then you have Ronaldo, who has the most Instagram followers. Yeah, how, okay, isn't he at, like, 60-something million now? No, he's way higher. It's than higher that. than that? Is he? He's at triple digits then, right? Yes. Because I just, someone just said something about that the other day, and I'm like, see, he, he is the most popular human being on the planet. Like, he has to be. 307 million 307 Instagram million Instagram followers. That's ridiculous. And there are people that say the sport just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, it's, it, the, I understand a lot of people don't I, like it. I have more fun watching a Switzerland-France game than I do watching a lot of sporting events. Like, you said it. To, you texted me when we were watching the game. You're like, this is why I fucking love football. Like, yeah, it's the greatest sport in the world. It is... When you get a great match like that, I, I understand people don't like it because of the flopping and because of the. But if you like, you can end nil nil, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I'm sorry, when you get a game that's just a bloodbath, and then you get penalty kicks, like, oh my god. Also, how old is Mbappe? Uh, in his early twenties. He's like I thought he was like nineteen. No, no, no. All right, he's twenty-one then. No older than twenty-one. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. 22 to have the weight of a country on your shoulders like that. Tell me any other... Tell me any person that takes a shit on on football players. Like, you couldn't handle that. You would miss that penalty kick. A hundred times out of a hundred, you would miss that. Can we also translate this to field goals in the NFL? Like, there are a lot of people that are like, how is this kicker missing this field goal? Do you not understand the amount of pressure yeah. that is on a kicker to win a, win a game-winning field goal? That's why like, I always say that Adam Vinatieri is the clutchest human being in the history of sports. Like, it's not even close. But, like, I mean, missing the penalty kick sucks. Like, he sent out, he made an apology to France fans. He's like, I'm sorry, but you're 22 years old. Missing that penalty. He's, he is going to be the best player in the world in three years. He's already a top 10 player. No, I think he's going to be the best player yeah. in the world in three years. I agree. Like, it, He's, he's just that yeah. good. He's 22 years old. That's going to drive him to do better. Like, Well, hopefully, or it doesn't. It's got to. You just missed a, a game a game losing penalty kick at 22 years old. All of the pressure on your shoulders. I don't know why he's kicking five. Because he's their best player. I would have Pogba kick five. I, I like. You want Pogba kicking five? Yes. No, I would much rather have Mbappe. I don't trust Pogba in any situation that's like that. That's fine. Barba should be kicking five. I think he's the choke artist. Um, they put him one because one has the least amount of pressure on them. Hey, I don't know. I, I don't think a 22-year-old should be kicking five. I mean, you shouldn't be going a five. A 22-year-old <laughs> that's been on the national stage since he was like 16. Nah, he's, this is like his second national appearance in a big tournament. He played in the World Cup. No, he was, in the, he was on the Euro team that went to the final and lost to Portugal. In 2018? It would have been like 2018. It's whatever. 2016. It's whatever. I I don't really... I don't know. I I don't think it's that big of a a deal that he missed that. I I think they might have just switched the order, but oh well. Oh well. You missed it. It happens. All right. Speaking of floppers, uh, let's switch over to the NBA. 
and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. It just was announced about 20 minutes ago. How are you going to say floppers and then mention a guy that actually got hurt? <laughs> like, <laughs> it just went there. It was a good transition, I felt like. Coming up next, like we're going to talk about the other sport that flops, right? Big yeah. radio segue. Sure. Um, so it was reported no structural damage to Giannis's knee. Shock. That which is I gross. Yeah, that was bad. Series is two two. Going back to Milwaukee for Game Five. Giannis is doubtful. If he plays in Game Six, what chance do you give the Bucks to win in the series? He plays Game he misses, Six. He misses Game Five, but plays Game Six. They lose Game Five. They're down three two. When does Trey Young come back? Uh, that I don't know. I've read a lot about that injury, what he has. He has a bone bruise on his ankle from stepping on the official. That happened in, I believe, 2007. And the player that it happened to is, it's bouncing my mind at the moment, but it was, it was a big player in the playoffs. And that happened, and he missed about seven games. He, he missed an entire series worth of games. So I don't know what Trey Young's status is going to be. I would say it's not good. Okay. What's the likelihood that they win game six? If Giannis... But I, I don't think without Giannis they can win a game. I don't think so either. Probably a lot. I think coming off of lose, like being down 20 to a Hawks team without Trey Young with Giannis when Giannis gets hurt. Yeah. I think, they, I think they come back with a vengeance with him playing. I didn't understand. I watched the whole game. Oh, I watched... No, I didn't watch the whole game because after he got hurt and they went down by 22, I quit on the game. I, I, I was not going to stay up any longer to watch it. But they're down 15 and Trey's not even in the game. And all, Mil- or all Atlanta was doing was basically running a spread pick and roll with Bogdan Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, they basically do the same thing with Trey Young. Bogdan isn't nearly as dangerous as Trey Young is. And Milwaukee, like, they just wouldn't say, okay, we're just going to stay home on the shooters and make Bogdan beat us in the lane. Like, they were blitzing him and trapping him, and I'm like, why are you doing this? You're leaving shooters wide open. You're not, you don't have to worry about Trey. Like, Bogdan is a good player. I like him, but he's also injured, playing at like 70% of his normal capacity, and you're worried about, you're double teaming him? Like, why? Yeah. If he beats you with a layup, he beats you with a layup, like, whatever. I, I, there's not much I really want to talk about with that series right now because both of the stars of the series are hurt. Yeah. So, like, game five tomorrow, you want my prediction for that with no stars? Because Trey Young's been ruled I, out, right, for game five? Uh, that's not, we haven't heard that yet. If Trey Young is out, which I'm assuming Even if Trey Young is out, I'm going to pick Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Hawks to win game five. I, you're going you're gonna to need Middleton to go for, like, 45, and I don't trust Middleton one bit right now. Yeah. He's had one good game in the playoffs so far. The, the series I really want to talk about is the other one. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> um, Suns Clippers game six is tonight, Wednesday night. I have the Clippers winning. I have the Cl- I, there's some tight sphincters in Phoenix right now. Uh, I I think you have tight assholes in in Phoenix. I have Clippers winning the series too. Oh, you do? I've you've changed from that. You originally had the Suns last week, dude. Seeing what the Clippers like, how do the Suns get Chris Paul back? Yeah, they win. They win game four. And then get in an eighty-four to eighty game. Yeah, they win game four, and then you come out and lose game five by four or fourteen. Going into a game six in LA, I don't think you're winning that game. And then game six, the game seven Friday, in 
Phoenix, I don't think you're winning that game either. Like, I get I, I get everyone's like, oh, home field advantage in a game seven, home court advantage in a game seven. Why, that, how are they not going to win? That only matters to me when the series has been, you know, one team wins one game, the next team wins the next game. Or it's like... When you're say, blowing a lead like they could potentially blow, like... Yeah. You don't want to have the game or seven Or I would say home. that matters when, like, it's a 3-3 series, obviously, because it's game seven, but every game that the opposing team won was by, like, three. Yeah. But, like, the Suns are losing to the Clippers by 14. When they lost to the Clippers in game three, they lost by 14. I don't think... And we saw it with the Nets. Everyone was like, oh, the Nets are just going to... The Bucks are going to win game six. I said it to my coworkers. I, I, these are my words. The, Nets, the Bucks are going to win game six. Then the Brooklyn, the Nets are going to take the Bucks into Game Seven at home, and they're just going to dominate the Bucks. What happened? I mean, KD took them to an overtime. Well, but we're we're two inches away from Kevin Durant being in the finals. Yeah, but still, the Bucks won a Game Seven yeah. in Brooklyn, who's pumped up because they have the best team they've had in, in years, and they lost home home court to me. In this day and age, rarely matters. Fan, fans aren't the same as they were twenty five years ago. Yeah, they're just not like. They don't have the same impact on games, which is anymore. odd too, because you're coming off of a season where you had no fans last year. For well, a we good we saw of them. we saw away teams were doing way better, yeah. over the season because I've almost I almost think like okay, so when the Giannis counting thing when he goes to the free throw line, I actually like when um when the fans start doing the one two three, because not for nothing, I actually think it helps him a little bit. Because what they should do, and remember the, in the Knicks series, the they got the the chant together for Trey Young. They're like Trey is balding or something. Yeah. Well, you know what they should do? They should like organize a collective chant and just start. This is what they should do instead of counting one to ten. They should just shout out like eight, seven, <laughs> five, nine, eleven, twelve, and just start shouting random numbers and see if you can throw throw them off. Yeah, but because you're, you're counting up and Giannis is still airballing free throws. Right, but I mean. He actually makes more free throws when they do the counting. He shoots worse at home. He, uh, he has shot worse in the series at home than he has on the road. I mean, I guess when you put it like that, it helps him, but I don't, I don't and, really think it matters. And I know that star players love to go into other teams' buildings and, and just shut the fans up. Yeah. Like that, that motivates well, them. Well, that's why I think if you get a Game 7 in Phoenix and you have a Paul George who's hungry to get to the finals this year, you get Kawhi, you potentially get Kawhi back if you make it to the finals, and then you led your team. Basically. You're not getting Kawhi back. Okay, but you still led your team to come back from a three-one deficit and go to the finals, and then you're kind of restoring your legacy as not being a terrible playoff player. And then, I think you're happy to like. I mean, you're not happy to play against the Bucks because Giannis is injured, and he shouldn't be happy to see Giannis being hurt anyway. But to be say, oh, I'm potentially playing against the I Bucks. Get to play, I get to play Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and yeah, who else? If that injury was serious. And then yeah. if you play against the Hawks, like we don't know if this Trey Young injury it is serious. The Hawks, to me, don't concern the Clippers because that actually helps them. The Clippers want to play small. And against the Hawks, like Capella is going to get run off the floor. And you're just going to be able to switch everything with Trey. Yeah. And like defensively, you've got guys to throw at him. And it is what it is. Like... The Bucks, even without Giannis, would be a tougher matchup because the the Bucks will just continue to play big, and they have a way to punish you doing that. Yeah, 
But back to the more interesting I just I really just want to talk about Oh, the, the Clippers Suns series is way more interesting. This is the game the Suns need to win. I'm going to say it again. Oh, yeah, they have to get it done. Yes. No, the, the, like they have to get this game done tonight. I don't think you're going even being home. I don't think you're no, going I, to a game 7 and beating the Clippers. No, I don't think it I don't think it helps you. I like like I want to see Chris Paul get his ring. Are the Clippers just his kryptonite? It's just, I mean, is it like karma or? <laughs> is this <laughs> is it just the, what he like? The Clippers are just always going to be around to screw Paul or to screw Chris Paul. Is that just how this is going to go? And everyone was like, "Oh, masked Devin Booker. Is this going to be like the next big big player?" Thing? No, it clearly doesn't help him because yeah. he obviously sucks with a mask on. I wouldn't wear it tonight if I'm him. He has to. There's no way you can have a broken nose and play with that. Like he has to wear. It. You don't want to like do structural damage. I think to your it'd be face. more intimidating to see Devin Booker with a broken nose and stitches in his head without a mask than it is seeing Devin Booker with a mask. I mean, this isn't a Kobe Bryant biting your jersey situation. This you mean is Kobe Bryant with a mask or Kobe, Kobe Bryant with, with a mask, a mask yeah. on was like thirty six nine and seven. Like he was ridiculous. This isn't this isn't that. This is Devin Booker who has all everything in the world to prove to his haters, i.e., you. I don't hate okay, you. Don't hate. Don't him, hold but, Devin Booker okay. haterism against okay, me. But your ba- bad team, the doubtfulness, stats, great stats, bad team guy doesn't get credit from me until I see it. I I'm giving Trey Young his credit. I've given it to him, and I'll give it to Devin Booker when I actually see it. Hater? Devin Booker is not the reason this team is in this position. Hater wasn't. He won two games out. Chris, Paul. I don't care. Chris Paul is the reason they're in the playoffs. That's fine. Devin Booker couldn't make the playoffs without Chris Paul. Yeah, that's fine. So you were able to win two games against a beat Clippers team. Well, congratulations. But you've already said that if Devin Booker wins this series, you're giving him more respect than you have in the past. Yeah, I'll give him more respect. I'm not lifting the... I, I've fallen in love with watching Trey Young because I, he's figured it out. Devin Booker, to me, is not figured out. Like, we're all blowing Devin Booker right now because he's, look, he's looked good. No, and I don't want to say that Devin Booker is, like, the star of this team. Because yeah, the like, two stars are Chris Paul and DeAndre. The, the Kobe Bryant comparisons with the Devin Booker no. thing, those people need to shut the fuck yes. up. Like, That's ridiculous. Somebody was like, oh, uh, Devin Booker's wearing a mask just like Kobe did in the house that Kobe built. And it's like... What do you like? Don't compare those two players. Devin Booker yeah. has no right being compared to Kobe. I like Devin Booker. I give him more respect than you do. I'm not putting you he's as a, a hater. He's a good hater player. Is the like, wrong words to use. But to say he's anything like Kobe, even like yeah, he's comparable to Kobe. Why? Because he's wearing a mask. That's the only aspect of his game that I'm saying. Oh, he's a, he's a good jump shooter, and he's he's, he's got not Kobe some, jump shooter. No, he doesn't have. Look, he doesn't have the footwork. He doesn't have the handling ability. He doesn't have the athleticism. Like they're not. They're not really similar. The only comparison like they is the score. Mask. Yeah. No, it's not even the mass. Like people have brought up the Devin Booker to Kobe Bryant stuff before, and it's like, yeah, he's a scorer, but he doesn't have that mentality. He's never had that. If he had that mentality, they wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have taken him six years to get the playoffs. You just wouldn't have. Like, you wouldn't have needed Chris Paul on your team to get there. You just you wouldn't have needed that. Yeah. I I, I don't like good stats, bad team guys. I don't like them. And when you prove to me that you can be a winner, then I live. Trey Young has proven it for me. I, I have not been a Trey Young fan. Even when he was in college, I didn't like it. I think it's bad basketball. The James Harden shit, I don't like watching that. It's, it doesn't work. Yeah, James Harden so, can so it's get... it's like a, kind of a Russell Westbrook-esque situation. When I, he's I'm not a fan of Westbrook. You know that. Yeah. I, I like how hard Westbrook plays, but, oh, so you put up some stats in a league where stats are easy to come by now, and you can... You never How many guys in the league can score 20 points in a game? A lot. 
ninety percent of the league, you give them twenty shots, they can score twenty points. Like the shooting in today's era is really efficient. If so, you give every player in the league a guaranteed thirty minutes, I, yeah, I think, most guys I think can get you twenty points. Like get twenty right. points. So, like the guys that score all those points and have all those stats, like yeah, good for you. But what are you doing for me actually? And Devin Booker has been a bad team guy. He just has been. Like. They're having success, but the success is because of Chris Paul. It, it just is. Like, I don't care how you slice it. If Devin Booker gets to the finals and they win the finals and he's the reason, like, what if he wins the finals MVP? He's not going to. It's going to be Chris Paul. That's why I put a what if in front of that question. Oh, I mean, fine. But, I mean, if he wins it, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i give him his credit. Okay. I, I will never not give somebody credit. Like, I give LeBron James credit. I hate LeBron James. He's a, he's the third greatest player of all time. Like, how much more? You know, I'm not giving you the GOAT status because I have things to hold against you, but you still get your credit. Like, LeBron James, 2012, Game 6 in Boston. It's the greatest single-game performance I've ever seen in my life. It just is. Like, but the, the Devin Booker crap is ridiculous. Like, I was right about him for six years, and I'm still kind of right about him because the last two games, actually three games, he's been pretty piss poor. He's not shot well. He's looked like he's only trying to take jump shots. Like, get to the rack. Make your, make your teammates better. Yeah. Get Jay Crowder some more open shots. Jay Crowder has not had an open shot other than, like, two a game in the last three games. We've pretty much summed up everything we've wanted to talk about. So I will do... We both have Clippers tonight? Yeah. Okay. My official series prediction is with the Clippers winning tonight, if they win tonight, which I'm predicting they do, they win the series. Yours at the same. I got. I got Clippers. I've had Clippers in seven the whole time. I'm not wavering from that. Hawks Bucks. Let's say I'm going to take the Hawks. Even I'm I'm changing my prediction on that one. Okay. Even they don't have a way to slow Trey if he plays. Yeah. And if Giannis is done, like that's it. Oh, if Giannis is done, yeah. My my, it switches up, and I predict the Hawks. But if Giannis isn't done, I'm going to keep the Bucks in seven. Still, I'm going to say that. But I mean. I don't know. The Bucs are so on and off, it's tough. They, sometimes they play very good. Sometimes they just play very bad. Yeah, they're, they're, mo- they're like the most frustrating team in the league to watch. They yeah. really are. Like They're incredibly frustrating. Uh, can I give you a fake trade quick? Call for it. All right. I, I mean, Damian Lillard is still being talked about. So um, who says no and who has to throw extra draft picks? So... Pogachevsky, we talked about this before the podcast. Like this is like not Pogachevsky, something I want to talk about. Pogachevsky, Lou Dort, and Kemba for Damian Lillard and two first round it's picks. Sam right? Pre- is that it's Sam Presti? Once he sees Poku who's involved in the trade, he's like, he's he's gonna throw that. I want Yusuf Nurkic and four of your picks if you want Poku. Like that's just how it's gonna work. Sam Presti is the king of getting picks. Um, like I told you before when he made the Kemba trade, I'm hoping they turn into something. So far, they haven't. So when you guys end up with Jonathan Kaminga coming out of the draft, the most overrated player in the draft, by the way, like all that tanking got you Jonathan Kaminga, right? Yeah, screw Poke. He's the reason we we have where we are. Like, if we would have just had a worse record, we'd probably we'd be in the lottery, and Houston probably wouldn't actually. Like, we'd get Houston's pick. We'd have two top six picks probably. Like you, you literally could have had like Jalen Green and anybody else. <sighs> You're gonna end up. You're not even gonna get Scotty Barnes. Shut up. You're not I even gonna get to Scotty Barnes. Talking. You're gonna get Jonathan Kaminga. I need that make you to feel? stop talking. I. Okay, is that a serious? You want my no? Ser- I'm, okay. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to make fun of you because your team is gonna have 57 draft picks over the next six drafts, and they're not gonna do anything with them. And 
They're probably going to stink. Yep. Because they're going to get just good enough to not get in the lottery. Yep. And nothing's going to come from it. I know. The the player that I I, I actually want is I want uh, James Boon Boo Knight. Book oh, Knight? Book Knight yeah. out of Kentucky or Connecticut. Not, Connecticut. I should know that. I'm a <laughs> fan. I don't know why I said Kentucky. I haven't finished my draft stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been going through it a little bit more. I can tell you this about Book Knight. I haven't read a negative thing about him. Did every, you see the video of him shooting threes? For yes, his, he's yeah, for he's very good. Um, everybody that I've read and listened to on him is, and I liked him at UConn. He's he's gotten glowing reviews. Yeah. You guys have picks in that range. He's going to be one of those guys, I think, that goes up the board. We're going to talk more draft um, yeah. when we get closer to it. We do have the, the 16th pick. I'm, I'm hoping if we could try to trade that to get like the 10th pick, I think that's you're not perfect. Moving, you're not getting into the 10. After, even, even the 11. I don't here's think Big like, Knight goes into the top 10. Here's the thing. The draft is there's five at the top, and it's really four. It's four. I think it's four at the top. It's Mobley, I think, Cunningham, Suggs, and Green. Yeah, I, I think that Kaminga is... Close to the top five, but I think he's kind of overrated. And there's some character yeah, issues there. Yeah, and then there. it falls off. Like, I mean, Davion Mitchell is the most NBA-ready right now, yeah. but he's still not on the same level as Cade Cunningham right. and any of those other guys. And then I think after those four, there's five guys. And Mo Va- or not Mo, uh, the Wagner kid, Mo Wagner's younger brother, Franitz Wagner or something. I can't remember his first name. I don't know. He's I- He's like the last of those guys. And then at 10, there's a pretty steep drop-off. And then it goes to, like, role-player guys that, you know, have some flaws, but they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, you're not getting up to 10. You, you, you'll be lucky if you can get to, like, 15, to be honest. No, I think we could get, like, 11. I don't think so. Try to trade no, Charlotte? I, I, don't, I doubt it. Charlotte is honestly one of those teams I think should try to move up. I think you should try to do a sign-and-trade with Devontae Graham and move up in the draft Maybe. if you can. All right. That's pretty much all yeah, I we're, talk we'll, about. We're going to do more NBA draft when we're right on top of it. Yeah. I I could do it now, but I'd rather do what we have coming up here. Yeah. So we're going to get to our rankings after we take a really quick break. All right. We are back. We are going to do our rankings this week. This is going to be... This is the ranking that I've wanted to do the most. And last night, we were texting each other, all three of us, and it was, okay, what ranking do we want to do? And someone was like, let's do fast food. And I'm like, we've done food every time. Yeah. And then I think you said you want to do movies. And I was like, I didn't want to suggest it because I didn't want to like push my input in. And you said movies, and I'm like, yes, movies, <laughs> let's do it. I, I love movies. Like I, I'm so excited for this ranking. This is where Garrett's going to get mad. I'm so unbothered with where, like, wow, your guys' ranks are going to go because, as I've said in previous podcasts, I don't watch movies. All right, so let's do some context to it. So, Tamara, how did you put your – this is a no, top ten I list. I did it the same way that you guys, okay, but, and that's why I hate my list. Okay, so what is your list? How, how did you put your top ten together? Like, what, what did you – what kind of movies did you – what did you take into account with the movies? That's what I'm I asking. just did, like – Top 10 best movies of all time. Okay. Your personal top 10 best of all time. Like, Not really personal. No, like, like you think that these movies are the best of all time. So you, the way I thought you explained it in the group chat was like, it's not your favorite movies because you said no. you would have a lot of Pixar movies on there. It's your... I would have Disney movies for sure. It's, it's your like, 
you know that the movies on your list are better than your favorite top 10, but you yeah, still like, like these movies? Yeah, like if I had movies? to pick 10 movies that I could only watch for the rest of my life, these are absolutely not it. Oh, that's not what I did either. Like, well, it kind of is, because not watching a lot of movies, this, these are the movies that, out of all the movies I've watched, these are the top 10 movies I would consider of all time. You, Garrett, okay, watch so, a lot of movies. Yeah. So the, the way I did my list is I actually, these are my, like, I love all of these movies, and I also think, like, they are the 10 greatest movies of all time. Okay. Like, I, there's not a film on my list that I'm not in love with. I, I love every film. I think they're masterpieces, like, start to finish. And I also think they're the 10 greatest movies of all time. Now, like, I agree. I think my 10 movies are the 10 greatest movies of all time because I haven't watched a lot of movies. Like, okay, I know everyone thinks, is it Revenge of the Sith that everyone thinks is the top five, top three movie of all time? Is that the Star Wars movie? No, it's not. But what? I, okay, I, I don't want to well, talk Star Wars. Okay, yeah, but I've seen that. Spoiler, not on my list. Okay, that's fine. So, so I have a feeling I know what your number one is. Probably. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. I've said it multiple times, yeah. I think. So I, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Yeah, also, Andrew is like, he needs a movication. So yeah, if people yeah, could yeah. recommend movies. He's not going to watch them. I'm <laughs> not no, no, watch that them. we can watch as a group and then we'll have, we'll get Andrew's opinion of the movie afterwards. As long, like, even if I haven't, or if I've seen, I haven't seen it either, which that's hard to come by. I've seen a lot of movies. The most time I've ever spent watching a movie or movies was when I had COVID and I only watched like three movies. Well, you did, Shutter well, you did all the, uh, you did all the. Marvel I watched. Movies. I watched all all through the Avengers. The, none of those are on my list either, but as they shouldn't be. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll kick us off. My number ten, Saving Private Ryan. All right. All right. I'm not mad. I I like that call. I think it's the greatest war movie of all time. Uh, I, I think it's the greatest war movie of all time. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna disagree. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Inglorious Bastards is good. Oh, Inglorious Bastards. But I like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I like, could slap you for saying well, that. <laughs> I do think I've only seen Inglorious Bastards once, and I don't ever really want to watch it again. I do think it's a good movie. Saving Private Ryan just gets me in my feels. It's one of those war movies that you're just it's, like, wow, like it's a great that movie. hits home. I don't think it's better than Inglorious Bastards, but like I like watching that movie. So, my number 10. Okay. So, Tamara, have you seen Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. Have you watched that with me? Like, I don't know if I've watched it with you. It was I've watched it. My number 10. I, I only have one war movie on mine. It was either this or The Patriot. The Patriot's my a great 10. movie. The Patriot is a great movie. And I, I kind of want to, like, if there's an honorable mention, I'm going to put Patriot. Like, when I watched that in eighth grade history class, like, that... Like, that Watching that movie just kind of has stuck with me. My like, and if it's on TV and I see it, which I don't watch TV a lot either, I'll watch. Like, I'll turn it on and I'll watch that until the end because I think that's a very seventh, good movie. Seventh grade, Mr. Young's class, right? Yeah, it was a seventh grade. Um, speaking of honorable mentions, I do have one honorable mention. I wanted to put this on my list really bad, but it's it's not in the same category as any of these movies. Uh, the Big Short. If you haven't seen I've The Big never Short, seen that? Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's a. Gr- it's an absolutely great movie. It has Ryan Gosling, uh, Brad Pitt, and Steve Carell, and a, mu- a multitude of other actors that are relatively good size. It's about the 2008 financial crisis. Okay. It, it, is, it is an absolutely great movie. Great movie. 
I couldn't put it in my list though. It's it can't compete with these. Yeah. I, as much as I love that fo- that film, and I've probably seen it over a dozen times. I wish I could put it in there. I really do, but yeah. it, it doesn't make it. So, Tamara, what is your number ten? Or do you have an honorable mention? Yeah, or an honorable mention. No. Okay. I don't. Your number ten. So the bottom of my list, I put like more of movies that I like, and then the top half of my list are like the actual movies that I know are the best movies. So for ten, I have Bohemian Rhapsody. Never seen it. I'm it's obsessed with it. it. She is obsessed with it. She mentioned that to me last night, and I'm like, all right. It's not one of the greatest movies of all time. Like, it's just not. It's a very good movie. I, I did I really my list like in a way that I didn't want that to. Frustrated so. over that. Yes, he did. I, I, I mean, I'm frustrated <laughs> over that. When we get to my number six, you are gonna be so mad. I think because at that point, like, I was just trying to think of like movies off the top of my head, and that was the first one that came to my mind. And I was like, hmm, maybe that's my number one. And he like freaked yeah, out. Yeah, if that was your number one, like, there would you guys would have heard a fist fight I over the podcast. I didn't know that we were doing best movies of all time. I thought I was just doing my ten favorite movies. If we were doing ten favorite it's, movies, it's kind of six a mix of, of both. It, six or five of the top six would have been Star Wars for me. Well, so like that's the thing. Mine is a mix of both because I've seen so few movies that these are my favorites and they are my top ten movies of all time. Yeah. So, my my favorite movies would be like nothing close to the best movies of all time. Yeah. I will say if you haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, it's the story of Queen and Freddie Mercury. Very good movie. Like if you haven't seen that, go watch it. No. Very good. Oh, it's really good. You should I, watch it. I own honestly. it. We, we can own watch it. it. Like, you should watch it with us. It's a very good movie. Maybe. We can watch that instead of Loki. No, we're watching Loki tonight. Like, no. Um, my number 10 is A Few Good Men. Is Andrew, that the movie we watched? Yes, we watched it. I Tom Cruise. I the name. It's a very good movie. Tom Cruise plays a lawyer in the Navy. You know, he had, and then, you know, it's the you can't handle the truth. Yeah. See, I love that movie. It's I think it has movie. one of the best endings ever. Um, very comical throughout, and I think it's honestly Tom Cruise's best role. And I, I don't, I think people give Tom Cruise a lot of flack because he kind of plays the same role all the time. He was very good in that movie. So that's my number ten. Andrew, what is your number nine? We're going with Andy Dufresne and the Shawshank Redemption. I thought that was going to be your number one. It is. Not. I really thought that was going to be your number one. No, you should know what his number one is. It's not. It's not like it's a very good movie. I really like the movie, but I feel like after a few times, I just don't want to watch it anymore. It's one of those movies where once you know what happens, it's like I ah, see. I disagree. I, if that movie's on TV, I put it on. If it's if it's on TV and none of my other eight are on, maybe. Like I, it's to me, it's a better movie than Shaw, than Saving Private Ryan. But I would watch Saving Private Ryan over Shawshank Redemption. That's tough for me, but I would probably watch Shawshank. Okay. I, I think that like Shawshank as a film is a little is is a little better than than Saving Private Ryan. Like I think you you can just put that on and be comfortable watching it and you're good. Like it has a feel good ending. It's you know, there's depressing parts part in it. There's a mystery to it. I, I think it has a lot of good elements. I really do. Sorry, I'm just laughing over looking at my number six. Oh, my God. All right, Tamara, give me your number nine. Dirty Dancing. Never seen it. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. That, that belongs on there, definitely. I'm not going to talk about it if you, you don't want to. No, it. I don't I, want to. I, I, it's just a good movie. I have nothing to say about any of my movies. If just... you haven't seen it, you know, go. Pretty much all of these movies, I'm going to tell you, if you haven't seen them, go watch them. Like, never seen it. I've what? probably seen bits and pieces of it, but. I mean, you, you obviously know the, the yes. song. Yes. Um, 
My number nine. Lift. Yeah. My number nine is Back to the Future Part One. Okay. I, I think it's a classic. I don't know how people haven't seen it. Like there I've are, pe- it. I've met people that haven't seen it, and I'm like, how the fuck haven't you seen Back to the Future? Like, I've seen it. Not a top ten movie. You know, it has a flaw in it, a major flaw. Oh my god, the time travel don't. is just a bunch of bullshit. Please but stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big debate that Tamara and I have. She gets pretty mad when I talk about this, but because it's one of my favorite movies, and you always talk crap about it. I love the movie. It made my top ten. This was a difficult list. It made it. I, I couldn't not have that in there. It's one of the greatest movies ever. Number eight? Yeah, give me your number eight. The Social Network. I, the Mark that, Zuckerberg That movie. was another one I debated about. That falls in the big short category with me. That, the big short, and there's one other one, all three of them should, like, could very well make it. I like those documentary movies that are like, they're documentaries, but, but they're, they're not. They're movies. Yeah. I really love movies like that. Well, in that cast, you got to think, that's not a huge, like... Well-known cast. You have Justin Timberlake. You have Rashida Jones is in that. Yeah, and then I'm blanking on the name. Army that plays Hammer. That I don't know who that is. That plays Mark Zuckerberg. Um, oh, um, God. Yeah, he always plays a weirdo. He's always a nerd, pretty much. Yeah, in every movie he, play, he stars in. I'm blanking on the name. It's not Michael Sarah, is it? That might be. Okay, but whatever. I mean, it's a very good movie. I. I my list is kind of messed up because when I get to the top, it's like, that's when I start going, would I watch this movie over the next? Like, I don't think Social Network is better than Shawshank Redemption, but like, I, I, like social, I like where Social Network goes and the way that they drew up the movie for the audience. Like I said, better than Shawshank. I think after a while, Shawshank kind of gets repetitive because you know what happens and like, it just kind of ruins the story. If I could go back and watch Shawshank Redemption for the first time over again, it would probably be number right. one. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you're watching the movie for the first time, you get to the end and you're blown away. Yeah. Like, if, if, it, if we were ranking it like that, Shutter Island would be number one. Shawshank Redemption would be Didn't two. I tell you because Shutter Island? It's not on my list, but because I, I would never watch it again because I know what happens. Right. Like, you see it once. Now, it, now it's yeah. just ruined for me. But that is a very good movie when I watched it for the first time. And if we were ranking it like that of movies I could go back and watch for the first time, that would be number one. The other, the other movie, um, The Social Network, The Big Short, and then there's a Steve Jobs movie as well. I have not seen that, but I do want to watch That is very that. good. We watched that like three years ago. Very good. It, it's the same kind of thing. Like it's, it's based on, it's all real events that happen. It has a great ending when Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs are yelling at each other. And Wozniak has said, like, this didn't actually happen, but it basically happened. And it's, pr- it's, it's a very good movie. Like, all three of those, I, would, I wouldn't put them on my list because they're not incredible movies. But, like, you watch them and you're like, wow, this shit really happened. Like, this is really cool. And they're, they're well done. So I like your number eight. Thank I you. like it. Uh, Tamara, Jesse, your number eight. Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, why can no, we can never remember his name. Because you know why? He looks like that other guy. He looks like Michael the guy Sarah. that... Yeah, Michael Sarah. that's in um, Superbad. Yes. Yeah. Everybody gets them mixed up. All right, Tamara, you're number eight. Pretty Woman. Oh, I, didn't I tell you that one? You were like, what other movies do I yeah. like? And I'm like, don't you like Pretty Woman? Yep. You've never seen it? Nope. What's the, what's the story on that one? She's a... She, she's like, like a hooker, and she ends up getting picked up by this really rich guy, and they like fall in love in a weekend, and it's a beautiful love story. The Office reference where... And he's like, she walks into the store and she's like, you girls, I was in here the other day and you wouldn't serve me. And she's like, 
well, you work on commission, don't you? And the girl's oh, like, oh, the Dwight. Big mistake. Yes. The Dwight. Huge the Dwight thing. thing with Dwight. Like, that's where that's from. It, it's a very good movie. I I said that, and you were instantly like, oh, yeah, that movie. Yeah, like, if I see that that's on TV, I definitely watch it. Is that, like, a top five all-time chick flick? Probably. You think? Is it, like, a top five all-time? Yeah. So we're 0 for 3 on yours so far, with me having seen them. Well, once right? I get into, like, the top half of my movies, No, but I'm probably. just saying, so far, I'm going to... Because I've watched one of yours so far, I think. You've seen Back to the Future. Yeah, that's the one. You've seen A Few Good Men. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. You're, you're, you've seen I'm both of mine. a little bit. All right, what's your number My eight? number eight is Casablanca. Oh, yeah, one, two for three. Okay. <laughs> I know you've never seen that. I know Tamara's never no, seen that. No, I've never it. seen that either. I feel like Casablanca is a movie. I'm not going to give the plot away because I, I think if you haven't seen it, you should just you should watch that movie one time in your life. I think it's a really important film. I know there are a lot of college courses that like you get to college and they make the students watch that film because it's just a really, it's an important film. It has a good lesson in the end. And there's a lot of quotes that people actually will recognize. Like you've said the quote before, but you have no idea where it comes from. And I think it's just a really important film. What quote is that? Uh, like here's looking at you, kid. Um, of all the bars and all the towns in the world, she had to walk into mine. Maybe. Uh, play it again, Sam. Like, you've heard these quotes before, and you just you have no clue where it comes from. So, Casablanca is my number eight. If you haven't seen it, just go watch it. I can't stress it enough. Like, those movies, like, just go watch them. I know it's from the 1940s. Just go watch it. Like, it's a very good film. Number seven? Yeah, give me your number seven. Toy Story. <laughs> I couldn't put any animated films on mine, but if I had to, it would be that one. So we have two Andys in my top ten so far. When I was guessing all of Garrett's movies, because I thought I could guess all ten, Toy Story was one of them, and he told me that he didn't put any animated movies on it. That, that would be the one. If there's one animated film, it would be that. That is the one in mine. Yeah, I, I agree. I, is it the best like children's movie of all time? Yeah. Yeah? I think so. Like, I, mean, I mean, I like some of the new ones, but yeah, that, like that's like what what are we thinking? Like Toy Story, like Finding cars, Nemo, cars, Finding Nemo, I love Cars. Any others like up in that? I, I like Monsters Inc. is good, but I don't think it's yeah. in the same category. Tamara, any like what do you think? I mean, any you're my, the Disney. Fan. My favorite, like if we're talking older Disney movies, is The Little Mermaid. But boys probably didn't like that as much, so I guess yeah, like it's it. got to be like a, a a unisex movie yeah. that like both kids are gonna like. Underrated anime movie. The Incredibles, Bugs Life. Oh, Bugs! Yeah, the Bugs. A Bugs Life is a great movie. I yeah. definitely was. I really liked that when I was a kid. Yeah, I an, animated movies. Are, what about are um, underrated? What is it called? The Land Before Time. Yeah, The Land yep. Before Time. Yep. Yeah. Little Foot. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I animated movies. I could do a whole top ten on animated movies. I could do. We want to do that in the future easily. because I almost yeah. did just Disney movies on mine. She was gonna, and then I'm like, you can't come out here with all Disney movies. Like, if you want to do all Disney movies, I was gonna be like, all right, well then let's just switch it to all Disney movies. Yeah. And you can't count Star Wars and Marvel. Like those don't count. Yeah. All Disney films like Pixar, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Toy Story. If I had an animated film, it would be that one. Yeah. I just don't. Tamara, you're number seven. Back to the Future. Okay. I was waiting for it. I knew it was going to be on there. I actually think that is your like favorite movie of all time. Mm. No? I don't know. Oh, it's you like that burlesque there. movie. Is your number yeah. one your favorite movie of all time? No. What is your favorite movie of all time? Is it on your list? No. What is it? I feel like that's really hard because it depends on what I want to watch that day, but I guess I might, I might say burlesque. Only watch one movie for the rest of your life. Oh, probably burlesque. Okay. I don't know what that is, so. 
Yeah, it's it's not very good. Honestly, I don't like it. It's a very girly movie. Yeah, it's it's a chick flick. Oh, okay. Um, my number seven is The Dark Knight. Batman. Yeah, I've seen it. The Dark Knight. Yeah. The Heath Ledger Joker, I think, is the, the best, best yeah. villain ever. I think that Christian Bale does a phenomenal job. And I think, like, it's almost a horror movie. It's not a horror movie, but it has, like, some horror movie elements to it. And the suspense, and, like, the it, there's not, like, a lesson in the end, but the lesson of, like, people in general are good people. Yeah. I think is important. I think it has a great ending. And I think it, it was the, it's maybe the best sequel. Well, no, that's not true. It's the second best sequel, I think, ever. Okay. I think. I mean, it was obviously better than Batman Begins. And I think the plot of it is just so well written. And the entire time, like, the entire movie, you are, you're like waiting for the next part. Like, it's, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. Yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the best Batman. I think that's the best Joker. Oh, yeah. That's not yeah. even a question. Yeah. Also, I mean, to give Christian Bale a little bit more respect, I mean, going from, what, was it, was the order he went from Batman to the movie where he's really skinny, or was it really skinny to really buff in Batman? It was really skinny to really buff. Yeah. To yeah. be able to do that as an actor, like, well, I have it, to give you some props. Yeah, and then when he played, um, oh, God, why am I blanking? When, when he did Vice, where he plays the vice president, which I love the I vice president, great movie. He has to like bulk up like and get fat and be like yeah. 240 pounds. John or Dick Cheney. I don't know why I couldn't think of Dick Cheney's name for a minute there, but uh, Christian Bale is a great actor that nobody ever talks about. Like American Psycho is another one of his movies that very good movie, like suspenseful, kind of funny. Yeah. Has some good scenes. Like you should watch that one. He's a great actor. He, he, he really gets into his parts. I like it. Yeah. Number six. Borat. Stop it. I knew that was going to be on there. I knew it was going to be on there. Oh, my. All right. God. All right. So this is one of your just, you love this movie. I love this movie. Yes. It's very funny. I I could watch it over and over and over again. Borat 1 is superior to Borat 2. I don't want to hear it. If you haven't seen Borat 1, but you've seen Borat 2, go watch Borat 1. Where can you watch these now? What are they on? We watch them on Amazon. Amazon stars, right? No, the new one is on Amazon uh, video. I think you have to buy the first one. I think that's what it, what it is. It's probably on YouTube. Like you can buy right, it on probably. YouTube, right? You can probably yeah. search Facebook for a while too, and there'll yeah. be an illegal stream of that too. What but are you talking about? Illegal stream? It's Facebook. Exist. Everybody knows about those. Um, All right, do the, give me goes, give me give me your best Borat impression. No, give it to Tamara. What's your number six? Shutter Island. Okay, very okay. good movie. Yeah. If, Another one, like I'm not just go watch it. Yeah, the, it's a very, you can't very spoil good. the ending to it. It's it's a very good movie. You you have to pay attention. Yes, it's one of those like you. It is a don't look at your phone. It is a mind fuck. Oh yeah, yeah definitely don't look at your phone. Yeah, yes. you can't look at your phone. You have to pay attention. Like there's a lot that you can miss. Yeah. Um, I think that that is Leo. I think it's Leo's actual best role. See, I haven't seen Revenant, so I don't Don't know. waste your time. Oh, my God, That no. movie sucked. Really f- bad? I think I'm that sorry. he won on that just because he hadn't won They yet. did the whole thing where, like, oh, he hasn't won one, and it's like, well, he should have won one already, so they felt yeah. bad. Yeah. That movie sucked. Okay. Like, it blew chunks. It was, like, the m- biggest waste of two hours maybe ever in my life. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. And I love him, so, like, me saying that yeah. that's a bad we, movie. Didn't we rent it? I think we rented it, yeah, and we watched we, like, it with my parents, and we're like, this is the stupidest thing ever. It sucked. Yeah. We ended up putting in some stupid comedy, 
like at the end oh, of really? it, we're like, yeah, we're like, let's watch something else. Oh, this yeah. is stupid. Um, my number six has already been on your list, Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Yeah. I have that sixth. I, like I said, it's the greatest war film ever. Yeah. Um, tearjerker, action, historical. It's not completely accurate, but there is a lot of that that yeah. did happen. And I think that the beginning of it is one of the most, like, if you want to know what World War II was like, just go watch the first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. So you can understand what those men went through when they stormed that beach. Like, Now, was it that movie where they, they actually did, like, military training for it? I can't remember. I think it I was, feel like I've heard that. I think it was that. And, like, they, they secluded Matt Damon. Matt Damon didn't have to do it. If I'm thinking of the right movie, it, then this works. They didn't have Matt Damon do all of the military training so that, like, the characters in the cast actually grew a resentment to him so that their acting was better. And it worked. Like, that movie's very good. Yeah, it... It, that is that is like I'm gonna switch like Patriot is very good but this is the best war movie of all time yeah and Glorious I, Bastards is good but yeah it's not this bad. hits home like yeah. this is a very 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 good movie all right give me we are in the top five now we are so give me your top five or give me your fifth Ocean's Eleven I have not I have not seen any of the Ocean's movies oh, Eleven is good Twelve was all oh, right. If you're gonna watch one of them, watch Eleven. Give me, give me like the basis of the plots on them. I just, I never. It's watched more them. of just we're gonna rob a casino and make a shit ton of money. Okay, so it's like, but like, it's like a Fast me, and the Furious without all the cars. That's basically. me doing a. No, 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 no! Don't compare it to Fast and Furious. Okay, Fast and Furious was good up until the third one, but this is better than than. Is all it of like them. a Scarface kind of thing? No, it's very no. like. You don't have to pay attention, but okay. like it's very like, you you see them going through all of like recruiting people. To rob the casino. I don't want to, like, I can only give you, like, a 10-word explanation because it's been a minute since I've seen it. Okay. Of, like, what happens. They rob a casino. And they do it. They plan everything out. It's it's a very good movie. I just had to throw it on here. Okay. I've never seen it. I, I've i always, like, kind of meant to watch those and just, I'm like, eh, I don't really feel like watching that. So, yeah. I don't know. I'll have, maybe I'll have to check it out if it comes on, like, Netflix or something. I don't think it is. It is on Netflix. It is? Yep. Okay. Maybe I'll have to give it a shot uh, once the NBA season ends here. You know, and I have some free time. Yeah. Tamara, give me your fifth movie. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction? All right. Never seen it. I didn't know that you've seen that before. Is that the Here's Johnny? Is that? No. No? That's the no, one. That's, I told you to watch this a while back. That's, oh, um, Has Sam Jackson. He makes. What is that movie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's a. Uh, I know what you're talking. Uh, it's, it's on HBO Max if you want to watch Pulp it. Fiction? Yeah, mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction. It's at the end. He's sitting in the diner and he's, you know, he's like. Um, he recites the biblical verse and he's like, here's what I think it means. Maybe I'm the, the good man and you're the evil man and all these people in here are the, are the weak men or whatever. And he's like, but here's the truth. He's like, you're the weak and I am the tyranny that is going it, to... It's a great ending. You're giving me a quote that I've never heard. The, 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 movie, the, the movie, movie itself thinking. is weird and it bounces around a lot, but very good movie. I really enjoy it. Maybe Sam Jackson's best role. That's a movie I want to watch because everybody's seen it. Like, yeah, that's a movie. Like, that's probably my next movie. I'm gonna sit down and watch a movie. You, I, I think I told you to watch that. Like when, when I you were COVID, on your COVID, yeah, and you probably. just didn't. I'm like, why the hell didn't you watch this? Like, I get movie out after like two. Oh my god! All right, my number five is Jurassic Park one. It's good. I I've never fallen in love with the Jurassic Park movies. It's not that I'm in love with those movies. It's the CGI was incredible. 
for its time. The T-Rex scene, the first time we see that, was, I think, one of the most epic like movie theater experiences ever. Like I'm too young for it, but I remember when I went to watch it in 3D because it came back out like in 2006 in 3D, and I was still young, and like that happens, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. You know, and then uh, the other scene where the um, uh, the dinosaur is blanking on me, but like they jump out of the cars and they go over and like the triceratops is laying on the ground and it's sick and like oh, it's yeah. breathing and he's like, it, it, it's like so revolutionary and cool. And I mean, the actors in it, they have good actors. You know, it's funny. They have one of the best orchestrators ever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very good movie. Like Spielberg and... You know, Lucas, you know, LucasArts yeah. working together. Like, it's just... I mean, you, you have, like, probably the best musical orchestrator in John Williams. Yeah, John Williams. Ever. Yeah. Like, I, you could say ever. I mean, between oh, I mean, Star has, Wars, but e. Jurassic e. Park, E.T., Jaws, and Star Wars are the yeah. four most recognizable sounds, yes. like, ever. Yeah, it, you know? easily. So, E.T., e. maybe not. What's not as the much soundtrack e. to E.T.? I can't I don't think of it off the top. I haven't but seen like, that I mean, movie Jaws, in like 20 years. Da, da. Yeah, who doesn't you know hear, that? You hear that alone. You hear the opening like, oh, number. You heard the opening number to Star Wars. You know what that yeah. is. Jurassic Park. Da, 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 yeah, exactly. Da, da. You know, like, you know what that is. And I think, it's, I think it's a masterpiece. Basically, anything that Steven Spielberg or George Lucas have touched, I think, is just yeah. movie gold, in my opinion. Um, so that's my number five. I... There was a point when I was putting my list together where I didn't have Jurassic Park in there, but then I was like, wait a minute. It's Jurassic Park. Like, it has to be in. It just, it just has to be like any adult, any kid can watch that movie and be entertained. Like, it's, it's a great film. Yeah. You're number four. Goodwill Hunting. I figured you were going to have that on there. Yes. It's a very, 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 right. very good movie. I won't disagree with you. I don't love it. It's not one of my favorite movies ever. I've seen it a couple times. You know, it's I, it's it. It doesn't keep me like a hundred percent entertained. Do you like apples? <laughs> well, how about damn apples? It's a great movie. It, you know, it's, it's got the it's very good. Yeah. It's I got like a it. better actor than Will Smith in it too. I oh my god! <laughs> yeah, well, I also I uh, will. Tamara, what is your number four? Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I've seen it. Didn't like it. You didn't like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Not a big Indiana Jones guy. Oh, man. So why? Why don't you? Because I'll just say right now, Raiders of the Lost Ark is my number three. It, it's never like, it's never just done it for me. Like, I like, it's tough because it's a good movie, but it's just one of those movies where it's like. Another eh. John Williams masterpiece eh. also, by like, the way. I feel the same way, but if we're talking best movies of all time. No, like, it's a good movie. Like, yes, a lot of people are going to say that's a top five movie of all time. But to me, it's not. I, it's, it was, it's, it's probably not in my top 20. The action, how cool it was, the special effects. Like, it, it just is. I don't, I'm not going to make the case because I think most people would agree with me that it just is. It's one of the greatest movies ever. So it's my number three. So I... I gave that away. Um, I'll do my number four. My number four is The Pursuit of Happiness. Will Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a very good movie. Yeah. Um, massive tearjerker. Yes. That uh, is... Uh, can I throw that in as an honorable mention, too? Because that's a very good movie. I think that's probably Will Smith's best movie. Oh, yeah. I'd, Easily. Yeah, it is. Um, when you just see him, like... 
and like props to to Jaden Smith as well, being at such a young age and like. Didn't Jaden Smith his I don't son play? Jaden Smith is the in son? that movie. Oh look, Jaden Smith is only like seventeen. That movie came out. He's like in his twenties, Garrett. No, I'm pretty well, sure maybe he's in he that is. Movie. Yeah, maybe he is seventeen, or maybe he's in his twenties now. I don't think Jaden Smith was in that. Yes, film, he was. Though. He was the son. He, he is played the son, the son in that yes. film. Okay, but the fact that at, wow, at wait, such what year did that come out in then? Two thousand six. That came out in 06? Yeah, I think Why he's twenty three. Why do I feel like that came out like when I was like four? I think he's twenty three. Jaden Smith is right he twenty three? So okay. he would have been. He's two years older than he's me. a year younger than I am. So he would have been born in like ninety eight. Yeah, ninety nine somewhere in there. Um, you can make a grown man cry when, like, when he loses his buzz like Oh, yeah. no, it's Captain America. Or that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like that, make a grown man cry right there. Like yeah. you're driving away on the bus and you see it. It's just that's yeah, nuts. Miserable moment. That like, should be on my list. Selling his blood to keep himself alive. Like, like I know Borat is is in my my top ten, but realistically, like I will watch that movie. <laughs> I will watch Pursuit of Happiness anytime. So. If we're realistically speaking, because I can watch Borat because it's so funny, if we're taking out that aspect, the movie's actually bad, like Borat. So let's put Pursuit of Happiness <laughs> slash Borat in that spot. Because oh, so so Andrew has been convinced. Pursuit of Happiness. Wow. I forgot about that movie. I have done it to you, him. You, you told me to watch that for the first time. That's one of the few times I've listened to you to watch a movie, and I've watched it four times since then. And that was Listen, like a year ago. I have given That's you two so movies. Yes. I've given you two movies that you have watched that I've told you to watch. A Few Good Men and Pursuit of Happiness. And you've come and back Shutter both Island. times. And Shutter Island too. I am three for three. You should listen to me more on Probably. the movie thing. If you watch Seven Pounds, it's, you would like Seven see, Pounds. It's seven the, Pounds is very It's not good. the problem of I don't want to watch the movies like you tell me to watch. Because like, I, I trust you by now. You've told me four good movies and I liked all of them. I don't like sitting down and watching a movie. Right. Like, like, there's part of me that, like, I kind of feel bad when I sit down and watch a movie because I just feel like I'm wasting my time, almost. Because, like, I feel like there are so many... And I say that, like, I wouldn't just be sitting on my phone if I wasn't watching yeah, those right. movies. Sitting on your phone, playing but Xbox, like... like I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like... Especially if the movie loses me. Like, Pursuit of Happiness, I almost turned it off because it doesn't start out the best. Yeah, it's a very slow start. And then it, it like, it start, like he, he becomes homeless and all that stuff. And then it just... And then it, it's like... I didn't cry, but that's enough to make a grown man cry. I, I cried in that movie. Um, I do every time. And then when he like finally gets his break, gets the gets not even gets the job, he it, gets the interview to become a yeah. trainee to be get to finally get the job yeah. after that. Like, um, it's just is incredible. that one of the five happiest endings in a movie? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it might be the yeah. happiest ending to a movie like ever because like when, when you you go to the absolute low in that movie when he's sitting in the office room and I forget the guy's name that hired him. He yeah, goes, I can't remember the name. Make sure you wear pants. On, right? Can you well, wear some pants on Monday because you got the job? When, like when he walks out and he's in the city and he's walking with the people. Yeah, and he's like half crying because he know like he he made it. He, yeah, he came from nothing or he made it from nothing to something like yeah that's like the american dream kind of thing and like that's where that touches me can i go as far as to like put that as my number two slash with what my number two is i'm actually the more we're talking about that i actually want to swap this in my number two because movies that like i should i'm not a very emotional person when it comes to movies because like a lot of them, I'm like, oh, it's either predictable or it's not. And Pursuit of Happiness was predictable. Like you know, he's gonna get the job, right? But the acting that leads, like, you forget that you're watching a movie. Like when Jaden Smith 
loses his Captain America. It's enough to make... When he's crying, when you see Will Smith crying in like, three scenes he cries in, in that movie, yeah. like, and then at the end, like it actually put a smile on my face watching him get the job. Like When I got so into movies like that, that's where like they get put up into number two. And like my number two, I love this movie. I will watch this movie anytime. I will watch this movie three times in a row because I love it that much. But same thing with Pursuit of Happiness. So I'm going to put my number two slash Pursuit of Happiness. So and it honestly might be tied with my number one. Yes. When we get to the number twos, I am going to bump that up. I, I had trouble with two, three, and four ranking them. Yes. I'm leaving three as Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm not changing that. Okay. So that's your number three. That is my number three. So Tamara, what is your number four? She already said it. No, she didn't. Oh. I went out of order, so I'm a little confused, but I think it's Goodfellas. Okay. Goodfellas. Okay. It's a very good movie. It is. It is. It's not one of the ones I... I'll watch that like once, and then I don't want to watch it again for a while, but... I think it's a very good movie. You know, it's just not something I'm really excited by. Yeah. Um, But it it is a good movie. So what's your number three? Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. I was wondering if you were going to have that on there. Now, and it's tough because when I'm like, I've, uh, my movie rankings are so confusing because it, it depends on like a comedy, like Bora. I think it's so funny. The acting in the movie itself is so bad, but it's so funny that it makes that list. Wolf of Wall Street, it's not a good movie. It's, it's a good movie, but like, it's not, realistically, it's not better than Saving Private Ryan. I, I just think, think that I the think acting the, in it is very good. I think the acting that Leonardo DiCaprio does being Jordan Belfort and like listening to podcasts and interviews of Jordan Belfort and saying, yeah, that's accurate, is just, yeah. that's what makes it, okay, well, that's cool. And I it's think just Jonah the lifestyle as I think well. Jonah Hill does a yeah. great job in and that movie. I mean, movie. Margot Robbie is the most beautiful actress right now. <laughs> I mean, Natalie Portman tops that, but that, I love me some Margot Robbie. So, yes, Wolf of Wall Street is three. It's not better than Saving Private Ryan, but I like the movie more. I, I was wondering if that was going to be on your list yeah. because it, it was it was another one of those like uh, you know it's not on my list, but I like the movie. It's, yeah. I mean I'll watch it anytime. You know I, I will watch that anytime. If it's yeah. on TV, I'm putting it on. Yeah. Although I hate when it's on TV because they bleep everything out and yeah, it's exactly. stupid. It just ruins it. All right, um, Tamara, your number three. Yeah. No, I did give my number four before. It was Raiders of the Lost Ark. And oh, that was your Goodfellas four? was my number three. Yeah, oh, okay. I thought she gave her number four because oh. she said her number four and then you're like, oh, that's my number three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so all we've right. all done our number three. Yes. Yours is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. What is your number two? Pursuit of Happiness slash Step Brothers. Okay. I can watch Step Brothers. Right. That is, I've bought one movie my entire life with my own money. <laughs> are you serious? That movie is Step Brothers. It was five dollars at Fye in the mall. Oh my god! And I was like, I've gotta never have it. I've, I gotta have it. Like, and it's been taken out of the disc once because it's on Netflix right now. So if I want to watch it, I just go there. But it's a great movie. Like I will watch it three. The 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 whole movie, but the drum set scene especially <laughs> is just it's so great. I could probably quote the whole movie whenever I wanted to. Like. It's very funny. Yes. I, I, it's. If we're doing comedies, it's probably my favorite comedy. Yeah. Although it's not my favorite Will Ferrell movie. What's your? Oh, the you other, like the other, the guys, other guys yeah. is. I think the other guys is funnier. I, I, do. I don't. I, I really like. I the like other the guys. tuna and the lion scene in that movie. No, I think the whole with with his wife, how his wife is stupid yeah. hot, and like Mark Wahlberg is just addicted to her. I'd love that. Yeah. 
um, when the guy's yelling at him, he's like, if, if you want, if my wife asks you to make love with her, you fucking make love with my wife. <laughs> like, I love that part. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, Step Brothers, you know, the, the car scene with Derek where they do the sweet child of mine thing. I like, was just yeah. going to say, would you like to give your rendition? <laughs> no, I'm not no, doing that. I, I'd like to, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to call um, him dead. Even if there's a fire. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I get $1,200 a month for voice lessons, and this is the shit that you give me? Like, I didn't want salmon. I've said it four times. What is Sweating it? Sweating is horseshit. Worldwide. What is it called? Worldwide? Uh, Prestige. Prestige. Worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just... Like, who's steering my boat? Movie. <laughs> I love that movie so much. My fantasy football name, I shit you not, Everybody that's listening is Boats and Hoes. It is. It is, it is Boats, boats and Hoes, unless one of my players piss me off, and then I say, F them, and that's my team name. Boats and Hoes. It's it, it's cinematic masterpiece. It, 100%. It, it is. Yeah. It, I will fight anybody that is the second best movie of all time. I'll drop that motherfucker. <laughs> like, it, it, it is. Yeah. It's, Why are you so sweaty? I'm watching I'm Cops. Cops. <laughs> cops isn't on until four. But yes, yeah, I can quote it all day. Did we just become best friends? Like, yep. You want to go do kung fu in the, or karate in the garage? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great movie. It is a great. I want to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> Tavero, what is your number two? Empire Strikes Back. Okay, that's too low. Oh my god, your number one. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 um, what else did you expect? Yeah, I should have. All right, well, hang on. My number two is the Shawshank Redemption, but okay. I'm switching that with Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. You convinced me that should be numbered. Yes. I, I needed to like talk to somebody about those three. Like I said sh- earlier, Shawshank, I think if it's on TV, you just watch it. Yeah. Just watch it. Just put it on. You put it on and forget and about it. Because it's a movie like, that like, even if you're on your phone and you've already seen it, you know what's going to happen. Even just listening to it, it's, it's really good. But to me, I just get bored of it after a while. Plus, I saw it in high school. I, was, yeah, I had to watch right. it. So... Like it's a very good movie. It's my number nine. Listen, when when the warden throws the stone through the poster, and then reaches his arm through, and yeah. and then Morgan Freeman goes, or right before he kills him, he's like, "I'd like to think the last thing that went through that through the warden's mind, other than that bullet, is how the hell did Andy Dufresne get the best of him?" Like I think that's one of the greatest quotes ever. Yeah. I, you watch it and you, yeah. you watch it again and you watch it again and you watch it again. Like yeah. It, Easily. It, it, that is cinematic masterpiece. Oh, Not yeah. Even kidding. Yeah. Like, Step Brothers is as a comedy, and I love that movie, but Shawshank Redemption is... It, it's it, If you've seen it for the first time, it's better than Shutter Island, in my opinion. It, maybe oh, not. yeah, for the first time, because, well, when he gives him the rope, and then they're concerned about it, you yeah. have no idea that he, you know, yeah. is gone. You don't know that he's digging a tunnel the whole time. Spoiler alert, if you haven't fucking seen it by now. It's but. been played over in so many, like, Family Guy's done it. Yeah, so the fa- Okay, the family so guy, funny. when he's like, why he chose enchilada night, we may never know. Like, when he does that part, I, that's one of the funniest thing ever. And then when Peter digs up the, the, the lunchbox in the field, and he's like, instead of saying the town's name, say what today, oh, he's like, hookers. <laughs> like, I love the, the family guy rendition of it. It's so funny. Give me your number one. It's already been said. Can we guess it? Goodfellas. Yes. If okay. you, how did I, you not know that was, was going to be his number one? I actually thought it was going to be Shawshank because I know that you like, but then I remembered you like Goodfellas also. Yeah. It, I, I, I don't, I mean, I like older movies, but like I saw this on Netflix and I was like, oh, it's got a good cast. So I'm like, I'll watch it. I had, I was on my phone for the first like 30 minutes because like that's just what I do when I watch new movies 
And then it got really good after that, so I went back and rewatched it right after I had finished it, just so I know what happened. It's such a good movie. Is it the plot for you, or is it just the is it the acting? It's the plot, the cast. Like, I want to believe that that shit actually happened. I think like, it pretty much I did. don't know if it's based on a true story, but, like, the Italian mob life is just... It's crazy to me. Like, and I, I, I want to say it's not based off true events, but, like, this shit actually happened with the Italian mob. It's, it's great cast. It's a great theme. It's a great story. Like, it's just... It's good overall. Like... Makes I, me want to marry a real Italian man. Sorry, Garrett. Go fucking yeah. marry an Italian man. Then not a, <laughs> I don't know what you're wasting your time over here. Then, <laughs> if that's what you're, you know, you're looking for. Have at it. I bet he can't do a better Italian accent than I can. No. <laughs> it's I be said an accent. a real Italian man. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking like I'm walking a, yeah. sh- a Chicago, New York sh- Italian man. That ain't really Italian. That's. <laughs> That's Chicago, New York. <laughs> All right, Tamara, what is your number one? Godfather. Never seen it. Never seen it. No, I no. actually have not seen it. That's a shock. I haven't. I. It's just never been something I sat down and watched. Yeah. So, congratulations. You've, you've stumped us both on <laughs> your number one. Uh, my number one has already been said. Yeah. It is Empire Strikes Back. I knew it, but... Tell me... I, I've, I've, I've probably seen that movie once. And it's the greatest movie of all time. I, I like Star Wars, but I'm not I'll, like... I will fight anybody that it is the best movie of all time. That's fine. I mean, I'm It not has the biggest you. following. It's. I have Step Brothers as my number two. I can't argue shit with you. <laughs> all right. We're going to keep it in the same ballpark for my random question. I'm, I'm, just, I'm not introdu- introing it because it's so... It's so like, close to what we've already talked about. If you could watch, if you could only watch one actor's movies for the rest of your life, who would it be? Oh man, it's Harrison Ford. Okay, that's easy for me. Yeah, I, I two didn't of think my this was gonna take two of my long. top three are Harrison Ford yeah. movies. It's Harrison Ford. I'm assuming you and I are gonna have the same answer. I'll say mine first. Leonardo DiCaprio. It, it's such a good actor. Yeah, probably. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna say it. I think Leo's a little overrated. I think you should shut. I don't up. think. I think he's overrated in some roles. But yeah, like. Like, because think, you have The Evolve of Wall Street. Like, Good Will Hunting was on my top ten, so, like, that already helps there. Like, The Titanic is a good movie. I can't sit down and watch The Titanic a bunch. I watch The Titanic. But it's still a good movie. And I know I'm missing a bunch of Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, Shutter Island. Granted, yeah, I, already ever, I like that role. Have you ever seen The Aviator? No. Also a very good movie. He's in that. Isn't that, like, a, like, a love movie or a no. chick flick or something? If I'm going to no. go outside of, of him, maybe... Matt Damon, he's been in a lot of movies. George Clooney has been in a lot of movies. Like I think Clooney deserves yeah, a little it, more respect. If it's not if it's not Leo, it's it's Clooney because he's in some, like a few good men. It's a very good movie. So my second oh, he's one, not in that. Sorry, men. My second it's one Tom would probably Clooney. be yeah, Robin Williams. I see he if he and R.I.P. because he's not my favorite actor. But like I, we've heard this argument of who's better. I'm not doing this Robin Williams. right no, now. We're, we're not. not, right now. We're not doing it. But right I love a lot of Ryan Robin Williams movies. But the problem is, is if you don't like older comedies, you yeah, like you like, run out of movies to watch. I'm not watching Mrs. Doubtfire more yeah. than See, like I, once every like 25 flubber. days. I like, used to watch happening. Mrs. Doubtfire like at least twice a week. Yeah, like yeah, I can't your, do that. Your options are: you have Good Will Hunting, Dead Poets Society, you have Hook, you have Aladdin. I'm bored. Jumanji. Like, Jumanji. You just listed all those movies, and like, I'm like, there's I'm kind of bored. movies, but like, I don't want to watch Hook a lot. Jumanji, I've seen it 17 million times because it was my favorite movie as a little kid. 
And then, and like, I'm not saying he'd be my first one. That's probably that's yeah. Just I, like it's, the- if you like older movies, if you are older, you're definitely like that would be a definite like choice for you because you you grew up with all those movies. But it's gotta be like it's gotta be someone that's in a lot of movies. So it's like a George Clooney, a Tom Cruise, a Will Smith. Uh, I thought that's what you were gonna say. Will Smith. It's the same thing as Robin Williams, though. He he's he doesn't have a pl- like. Will Smith has a a okay. plethora of movies. I Robot yeah. is not good. I love I, I Am Legend. I oh, I was getting there. You have I Am Legend, Pursuit of Happiness, Seven Pounds. Seven Pounds, which you haven't I've seen, but it's seen so You should funny. just watch it. But you gotta it's watch like it. Will Smith's roles are also... Like, I mean, Fresh Prince. Yeah. Well, Hitch no. is a great movie. Hitch, yep. Hitch is great. Yeah, but like it doesn't compare to the list, the plethora of movies, George Clooney, Tom Cruise, and all of them. Have no, I, I yeah. agree, but I, I like If the, you're choosing like a low-key actor that hasn't been in every movie known to man, then yeah, Will Smith is a good option. Robin Williams is Wait, a good option. Wait, low-key? Will Smith is like... Yeah, but when you think of the best actors of all time, you're thinking Tom Cruise, George Clooney... I think Harrison all Ford of these is the guys. best actor of all That's time. That's fine. You like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, all those movies, so he's perfect for you. He fits every single category Blade of movies Runner. that you like. Never seen it. Yeah, great. So like, And I like a lot of Leo movies. If My second, my second option would be either Clooney or Cruise. Tom so, Hanks? Tom Hanks going to get any love? No, I choose Matthew McConaughey over Tom Hanks. Matthew McConaughey over Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, have you seen Dallas Buyers Club? No, it's a good movie. You should watch it. I would choose Owen Wilson or not. Castaway, Forrest Gump. Like, nah, I'm alright. I think Tom Hanks has more iconic roles than. No. Matthew so your answer, Harrison Ford. Yeah. My answer is Harrison. Leo. Clooney Are you kidding me? Cruise. I got. I get the Star Wars It'd probably movies. Probably be like, Clooney or Cruise. I can't really narrow it down. I don't have a list of movies in front of me. Yours is Leo. Leo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very basic. I didn't think it was going to take very long when I found the question, but I knew I knew this pod was going to run long. Yeah. So, yeah, so as always, go. like we ask every week, uh, share the podcast around, please. Uh, if you are a listener, please remember to subscribe. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, rate the podcast five stars. Follow us on Twitter at highly undisputed. That's highly undisputed. Send us an email at highly undisputed two four seven at gmail.com. 